0: Would you honor the man of God? Would you stand to your feet as we welcome Pastor paul Mark Goulet? Come on, big hand. I got
1: <laughs> Thank you, Pastor. You may be seated. Hey, gang. What an honor to be here. Um, I'm here because I have four mentors in life. Dr. Dobbins, uh, Richard Dobbins, former psychologist, was my personal mentor for almost 30 years. He's in heaven now. Um, I was the only student that actually pr- uh, was part of the funeral. They asked me to speak at it. and It was just a, a great honor. The other one is Dr. Lim. I met him in Bible college in 1980 before some of you were ever born. Um, and uh, hes I, I said, when you're ready to retire or semi-retire, uh, come to Vegas. Uh, he started 1,800 churches in, in the, the Far East. Um, he's a... PhD scholar guy, and I said, listen, when you're ready to semi-retire, come to Vegas, I'll hire you. You don't have to come to any meetings, do what you want. It's a soft pillow. And uh, so I've had him for about five years now. Just a few months ago, he says, I don't want you to pay me anymore. I said, doc, it's part of my honoring. I want to honor you. He goes, no, I don't need any more money, but I'll still serve and do whatever you want me to do. I go, hallelujah.
2: I love a deal.
1: (laughs) The other one is uh, John Maxwell. Uh, John Maxwell is actually why I'm here in Hawaii this trip. Uh, I was invited to go to the 20th anniversary of something called Equip. Equip is, John works in the corporate world. He also works in the church world. He's a leadership mega guy. And uh, we're friends, and and, uh, so he asked me to come and celebrate 20 years of training leaders around the world. I volunteered for him for the last 15. And volunteer is the actual word volunteer, which means I didn't get paid for it. Um, But I was playing golf with him one day. He says, Paul, would you do me a favor? I said, John, for you, anything. Because you have to understand, when, when I felt called to take over a little church in Las Vegas, Nevada, I was never trained to be a pastor. I became a therapist. I ran counseling centers. I started counseling centers. I was making a lot of money. I had 17 therapists working for me, and then I made a big mistake. I went on a missions trip. <laughs> I want to warn you, never go on a missions trip unless you want to do something great for God. Um, and I went to the Philippines to, uh, to help them write curriculum for their... They're a Bible colleges in Christian counseling. Uh, that's my expertise. And so I went there and I walked out of the hotel one day and I saw a family living in a box. And uh, I just cried like a baby. I wept and I wept and I wept and I, I said, God, I'll do anything for you. You know when you say that to God, he takes you up on it, right? And so I'm on the flight back. And I, I don't see angels. I know some people do or hear voices. I, I didn't see Jesus. And none of that. I just, but I get thoughts. That's why the Bible says take every thought captive because God speaks to my brain. (laughs) And sometimes it's not God. Sometimes it's spaghetti. Sometimes it's too much pizza or salami, or sometimes it's the banana I had before I went to bed. Um, But every once in a while I hear from God and I thought, you know, when I all of a sudden, my brain on the flight back, I said, Remember, God, I said I'd do anything for you. And I was making so much money. I said I had ther- 17 therapists work for me. Things were good. My kids are in private school. I had a beautiful home in Sacramento. And on the flight, Paul, you're going to be a pastor in Las Vegas, Nevada. And I thought, Get thee behind me, Satan. Because I didn't. <laughs> I'm just a normal guy. I'm an old hockey player, guys. You don't understand. Dr. Morocco's like the godfather of the islands. He's one of my mentors, he's my fourth mentor. Um, I, I, you have to understand, I'm just a normal guy who, who happens to be able to do extraordinary things because of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords and his spirit that lives inside of me. So, long story short, I, I just kind of rebuked it and found out uh, the next day I get a phone call, and it's a guy named Robert Douglas from a small church in Las Vegas, Nevada, next to the Blue Ox Bar. It was a rental property. They had no money. They were just a, I used, I was his therapist. So he calls me up and he says, how you doing? I said, man, I'm so jet lagged. And I go, well, how you doing Robert? He says, well, I'm leaving the church. I'm thinking, good for you. They're crazy there. They were, it was just a crazy church because one board member had slept with his wife and another wife at the same time. And another board member had gambled away $180,000 or somebody else's money in the church. And and my Sunday school superintendent was a, a drug addict, so it was a good church. And they had no money, and they had a rental property next to a bar. And they had one bathroom, by the way. Um, and so, so I knew it wasn't God until Robert called me, and he says, by, by the way, I'm leaving the church. I said, good for you. And, and I said, well, who's following you? He says, you are. I saw your face in a vision. The same, and I'd heard that in the plane, what church it was even. And I said, you what? Yeah, yeah, I saw your face in a vision. I'm thinking, that's not a vision. It's a nightmare! here <laughs> so anyway I'm just a normal guy at 20 uh, 15 I played with the pro uh, pros in hockey in Europe um, I was a great was a good hockey player and, and um, uh, at 20 I wanted to kill myself because I tried what the world had to offer it left me feeling empty and I had plans to kill myself until a group called Campus Crusade for Christ and athletes in action came into our dressing room my coach must have been a Christian because he let them come in and share the gospel only two of us listened me and Mike Labati. Now that's a good name for this guy. I didn't tell the story in the first, sir. Mike Labotti had hair all over his body. I was a late bloomer. Like, seriously, I still have a hard time growing something. But back then, it was Mike Labotti had hair from here down to here, and it just stopped right there because he shaved it right there. It was like one line. He was like Magnum P.I. on steroids. And so only two of us listened to the message of John 10.10, 10, the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy but I've come to give you life and life more abundantly. We heard Revelation 3.20, Behold, I stand at the door of your life and I knock. If anyone open the door, I'll come into them. I heard that stuff for the first time in my life. I wasn't raised Christian. I was a partier. I was a fighter. I was a crazy person. I, 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 the first two are gone, but I'm still a crazy guy. I just, I love ministry. I love God. I love people. And I love you guys. I'm on a mission here to transfer what I have to give to you. So, I literally, I believe that this is the next great move. is right here. I'm already submitted to Dr. Morocco, and I love Josh. He's my friend that I'm helping. I came for the Maxwell event. I said, listen, can you use me? Put me anywhere. Put me in, coach. And uh, so I I took time off from my church in Vegas, and um, I just uh, was offered to come here. I said, why are you sending me to Kona? Now I know. This pastor... And his wife are phenomenal. Can you give them a big hand, please? I'm not kidding. I'm not messing around. So I know we have a morning session. I like to spend time with people. So unfortunately, just a morning session. But maybe one day I'll come back. And uh, but there's resources I brought. I always wear stuff. Um, Pastor's been hanging with me in two different restaurants. Today's coffee shop. I, I I'm a I'm a soul winner. Um, but I do it in a way that, that doesn't offend people in terms of they don't know me coming. I'm a ninja Christian. Ah! I really am. So I'll wear this shirt, Shaba, And I got a Shaba shirt here too. And you don't know what it means. It literally means to take captive in Hebrew. So I do little things so people ask me, hey, what does that mean? Do you really want to know? Yeah. So I wear stuff like this. I brace, I give stuff away all the time. And And this is more, some of you are more in the face. So it's... <laughs> If you're more, more in the face, I wear this every once in a while when I want to just punch people in the face. Just, more Jesus. Because um, someone told me, they said, bring a lot of t-shirts to the islands because they love t-shirts. And we were, I went to Kauai last Sunday because of Dr. Morocco. I said, what am I doing in Kauai? But we brought a bunch of shirts and they all sold out. So this actually got shipped here just for you guys. Because I guess Hawaiians love and you guys love t-shirts. So, and this is um, says more powerful. Powerful. So I want people to ask me why I'm powerful. I want them to ask me why I'm wearing Shaba. What does it mean? I'm always looking for something to hook them. I'm a fisherman, right? Any fisher people here? Anybody like fishing? I love fishing. So it's, I, it's my lore. I, I don't want to come in their face usually. I want to just come around like a ninja and go, I want them to ask me what makes me who I am. Because I've got the power of the Holy Spirit inside of me. And that power is more powerful out there than it even is in here. I'm here to get filled up, to get spilled out. Okay, I guess I'll talk to this crew because they said amen. I want to get filled up to get spilled out. Hey, this is a filling station, gang. Real ministry happens out there. Real life-changing happens out there. So, um, I don't know if there's one your size. Uh, This is too big for you. Um, So, Leah, I want to give you a more powerful shirt. And um, I already gave Pastor the crossover book. This is, I just wrote that Um, during COVID. I thought, man, we're in the desert. We need to cross over. We need to get into the promised land. And, And, um... There's a gentleman from the Swiss Embassy who uh, texts me says, hey, this is the best book you ever wrote. So we republished it, re-edited it, and uh, so it's all about getting into your promised land. Um, this is for non-Christians. I use it as a, a tool to, to reach people for Jesus called Game Changers. And uh, I'll just say, hey, can you read this? Tell me what you think. And I give them my phone number. So I actually have a bundle of them all the time, and I give them away. Uh so that I can create a bridge with business people. They love this kind of stuff. I gave it to our, our former president. Uh, he loved it, and I gave it to John Maxwell. He texted me at 1.45 in the morning. Paul, I love your book. This is a great book. And then he invited me to Hawaii, which I was thankful for. And if you like mental health stuff, 30-day journey to emotional health. Um, I, I'm into 30-day journeys to get better. All right, Holy Spirit, I can't do this without you. And they can't get it without you. So use me for your honor. Use me for your glory. And then help them apply this to their context, to their, to their uh, careers, to their callings, to their schools, to, their, to social work, to counseling, psychology, engineering, whatever it is. You are the God of the universe, not just the God of a local church. You use the local church to empower people to change the world. And I'm declaring that today in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. All right, everybody grab your Bibles. Uh, I'd like to just, you all know the prayer so you don't have to turn there. Matthew chapter 6, verse 9 jesus taught one prayer what did he say tell me am i too wild for you guys this morning that i drink too much coffee okay let's try it again matthew 6 verse 9 what's the one prayer that jesus taught ready our Father, our heaven, will be in name, hey what does god want me to do he wants you to bring the kingdom down to earth and there's no limit, whether it's government, or architecture, or whatever, or law. God wants to empower Christians. Any Christians here? Yes. To bring his kingdom down to earth. That's the number one prayer of Jesus, the only prayer of Jesus, except for that we be one and we, we love each other and all that. That's later on in John 15. However, the point I'm making today is that we have to be kingdom people. My title this morning is becoming a game changer by becoming a kingdom person. And that means someone that brings the kingdom of heaven down to earth in every realm. I know any YWAMers here, any YWAMer staff or YWAMers, I love you guys. You are my rock star heroes. If I could, I'd go into YWAM right now, but they probably say I'm too old. No, seriously. No? We want you. We want you. We want you like a new recruit. (laughs) Macho. No, sorry. Uh. That's from my vat. <laughs> you know what the <laughs> Hey, YWAMers, let me just say, I love you. I believe in your movement. I know this great pastor will be coming or leader will be coming next Sunday night. I wish I could be here. In fact, I'm trying to get to meet him today just to shake his hand and everything he's done. He is a literal rock star in the kingdom. And so you're, you're in YWAM. You're my personal heroes. And I just want to tell you, I'm proud of you. I love you. And um, just bring the kingdom down to earth. If you can do that, it's not just planting churches, although that's part of the strategy. It's planting Christian businesses. Yeah. It's planting corporations. I had a chance to meet the president, of, I think CEO of Delta recently, and, and I have a friend who's a billionaire that shows up at our church once a year and flies in. It's so funny because someone said, hey, there's someone that wants to meet you. Cool. I said, send him to the green room. He wants prayer. Cool. I'll pray for him. You know, we're always up to pray for people. We have altar calls and we pray for people. So he comes up and, and he's with his aunt. He's got like six, seven people. And he's got a, his girlfriend is a movie star from uh, Singapore or something. And anyway, they're all beautiful people, right? So they walk in. And so we pray and prophesy over them. And we had a blast. And then I gave him a bunch of books because I, I love to give stuff away. And, uh, and I said, can I walk you to your car? He says, sure. So I walk out with him and there's a row of limousines. <laughs> I found out he 's a billionaire, and uh, i 'm giving him free books. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I have no discernment
1: <laughs> well, we, we've become great we become great friends, and um, he gave me a million dollars to to train up french leaders so i 've given it away and, and uh, I love to give stuff away, so we took the million and we raised, we have a staff in Europe right now that are planting churches and is called top leader vtf and we're just we're having a blast and nothing has my name on it see the thing is god didn't permit me i I think it's because i'm not smart enough i'm not like the moroccos and i'm not like you guys i'm just a normal guy so everything i start i don't put my name on or my church's name on i just i just i don't know maybe because because of hockey everything else maybe i had too many hockey sticks hit me but i just don't i didn't feel like i was that good enough you know what i'm saying like i always loved my pastors but I, I'm just an old hockey player that drank too much and fought too much. And someone came up to me the other day at church and goes, You look much better on television. Because I, you know, these are not really, they're caps and all that. You know, my teeth are smashed up. My face was smashed up. I got lots of scars. <laughs> you know, you look much better on TV. I'm thinking, Get thee behind me, Satan. I'm just kidding. It's a joke. <laughs> I know you're expecting some formal message. But I'm in a message, I'm an epistle. I'm a living epistle. And my goal right now is to get you into the word to finally realize that you are, your assignment is to bring the kingdom to earth. And there's no limits to what that is. Yes, we want to plant churches. We do that a lot, they do that a lot, praise God. But what he wants to really do, it's, it's not about you, Boo. God wants to work through Boo. He wants you to become a funnel, not a swamp. Now, don't get me wrong. I want you to have ten cars. I want you to have a Bentley and five homes and whatever you want. I, I'm not against any of that stuff. But what I'm saying is, please become a funnel, and use the power of God and the presence of God to bring heaven to earth. Amen. Amen. All right. So let's go to Hebrews 11, since you want me to prove it to you. Grab your Bibles, please. And we're in Hebrews chapter 11. Uh, I love this. Are you guys having fun? All right, now hopefully and prayerfully, God's going to give you something today. We're going to become game changers. That's why I wrote that book. I want to change the game in every department that God sends me. I want to bring heaven to earth. What else do I want to do? I want to conquer kingdoms. So Hebrews chapter 11, uh, great, great scripture. Uh, Hebrews chapter 11, verse 32 through 35. Let me just go there. And guys, you have that on the screen? Oh, look at that. It's all covered up, right? Um, Can you just put the scripture part, please? You're awesome. Let's read that, please, together. And what more? (laughs) wow <laughs> and you can stop right there please Listen, this scripture, notice how much is happening in a church building. None. Everything is being activated in society. The challenge is we've got great worship now, and the worship, by the way, is awesome. Jordan, is that right, Jordan? Great job, man, great job. All of you are phenomenal, phenomenal. But this is what we do to get charged up, filled up, and inspired. The real ministry happens out there. It says, what about through faith they conquered kingdoms? Administered justice, gain what was promised, shut the mouths of lions. Do you understand by faith? Do you know what the Greek word for faith is? Does anybody, any Bible scholars here? What is the word, what's the Greek word for faith? Okay, you'll remember from here on in. It's pistis, P-I-S-T-I-S. Not making this stuff up, it's in the Bible. And you know what it means? It means what you believe. Remember the song by, I believe I can fly. I believe I can touch the sky. I think about it every night and day. Spread my wings and fly away. You know the guy's a weirdo and he's a pervert, but he actually had the right song. (laughs) Because you guys are going, I know who sang that song. It's R. Kelly. (laughs) No, I know, but it's called. theologians know it's called general revelation. Holy Spirit speaks to everyone. See, what God wants you to understand is your faith is actually what you believe. If you believe that God can do it through you, he'll do it through you. If you don't believe he can do it through you, he'll do it through someone else. He's just looking for someone that believes. He's looking for someone that says yes. Remember Isaiah chapter 6 says, whom shall I send and who will go for us? And Isaiah says, hear my Lord, send me. Some of you that are a little bit older remember the song, Ask of me, and I will give the nations, Why, wham? as an inheritance. You know the song? Am I the only one? Can you sing with me? As an inheritance for you, my children, ask of me. And I will give the nations as an inheritance for, ask of me. And our response was, here am I as an ambassador for you. I was a therapist when I sang that song. I wouldn't stand in front of more than one person. I would very insecure. I couldn't speak in front of a group. I was terrified. And I went to a church that believed in early morning prayer like you do, and they made me go to the prayer meetings. <laughs> and I would stand there and just... weep. Send me God. I've, I've I've trained leaders in 29 nations over this time. I've been in Vegas for 29 years. The church was 200 dysfunctional people, and and now there's thousands that are met today, and they had a a big old family fun fair, like an anti-Halloween event, and they packed in thousands yesterday. I could just tell you stories and stories, stories and stories and stories that when you say yes, God says okay. And it's not about your qualifications. It's about your ability to say yes. And then he'll bring it down. You, there's, no one, there's no imagination you can have about how God can do exceedingly abundantly through you. Is anybody still here? Yeah. So the question is, will you say yes? To have a faith, i.e. a belief system, that you go, I fully believe that God can use my life in any, any way or any industry. I'll tell you a funny story and I'll save one more story for after I hand the mic back to pastor at the end. And then at the end, after the, and by the way, thanks for the offering. I, I actually cut my salary back during COVID by half. I said, I I'll just pay me half. i don't worry about the rest. I'll pay the other people. And I just, so I, I get to do this every once in a while. I get to hang out with other people. So after the offering though, I want to pray for you. One of the great things about almost dying, I almost died five years ago. I was in the back of an ambulance and uh, I had two strokes and a brain bleed. And I should be dead right now. But I ski, I kayak now, I bike, I, God's healed me. Someone say amen to that. Amen. Anybody believe in miracles? It says here that we bring people back from the dead. I was brought back from the dead. I was in the back of an ambulance and <laughs> I was dying. It was, I laugh because it's kind of funny now. At the time, it wasn't. It's was like, ah! So I'm in the back of the ambulance dying, and the the paramedics are going, Stay with us, Mr. Goulet. Stay with us. I'm going, I want to, but I can't feel my body. I couldn't talk. I couldn't feel. I was going. And they were screaming. So I uh, had an encounter with God. I don't know if you ever had one of those. and um, I don't know if you ever had a near-death experience. I did. I was, literally saw myself, I could see, it's like I could see my body, I could see the paramedics. I had no fear, I was going to heaven. People are afraid of COVID, I'm not. Paul said it's greater up there than it's down here. He said, I don't know which one to choose right now because it's kind of cool up there. And can I tell you for someone that was there, I have no fear of death. Oh death, where is your sting? Oh death, where is your victory? Don't get me wrong, I'll wear a mask and I'll, I'll sanitize my brain, I'll sanitize my hands whatever, whatever makes you guys feel comfortable, I'll do that because I love you. It's more important to win you to Christ than to argue with you. Say, what are you for? I'm for building bridges with lost people to lead them to Christ, to disciple them and turn them into world changers. Amen? So I'm in this ambulance and I'm having this outer body experience and so cool. There's nothing to fear, gang. I had 100% peace. 100%. And I was able to talk to Dad. Abba, Father. You know I told him? Hey, Dad, can you do me a favor? It's a true story. I said, would you let me go back to Earth? And I promised to give it all away. Why am I here now with you guys instead of being at our big church with a big ministry? Because it's about your future and about who you are and who you're going to become. Do you understand? It's not about me. All that died in the back of an ambulance. It's not about me. It's not about success. It's all about being a a conduit to the presence of God, the glory of God, the wisdom of God, and transfer to, I'm just here to transfer today. I'm just here to give stuff away. So I got a bunch of candies. I could throw these out because that's all I have right now. I, and I preach with them. I could throw stuff away. What I'd rather do is transfer what's in me. The Bible says that Joshua had the spirit of wisdom because Moses laid hands on him. Paul said to Timothy, hey, listen, you didn't get a spirit of fear but a power, love, and a sound mind. What's that? You can't give what you don't have. So what you get in church is you serve, you give your tithes and offerings, you build the next buildings, buildings, plural, all the stuff that you're going to do in the next 10 or 20 years and I might be in heaven by then. But my point is, is as you do it, God's going to flow through you and there's no limit to what God can do through you. All he's looking for is a yes. Does it make sense to everybody? So when you read Hebrews chapter 11, it just goes through this litany of amazing miracles through Faith, what you believe, they conquered kingdoms, administered justice, gained what was promised, shut the mouths of lions, quenched raging fires, escaped the edge of the sword, gained strength and weakness, became mighty in battle, put foreign armies to flight. None of that in the local church, but from the local church. In verse 38, the world was not worthy of them. One of my good friends is Heidi Baker. And Heidi is a rock star. If you've ever met Heidi, The first time she got up there and spoke at our church, I'm thinking, this gal is whacked. Because she didn't want to speak. She just got on her knees and she talked to Daddy and just had a good old time. I'm thinking, preach! Don't you know you're supposed to preach? No, she wanted to worship Jesus on her knees for like 20 minutes. And I've got ADHD, as you can probably tell. It's like after 5, I'm going, God, help me. Give me the rapture. Give me whatever. Come on now. And probably this whole message is just giving you hope. You go, man, if God can use that guy, he can use me. <laughs> no, I'm just crazy enough to believe that he can use an old drunk and an old fighter and he can use me to change the world. I'm fearless. I've tasted death. Nothing to fear there. I'm going to go to heaven one day. I got three, there's four veins to your brain. One's, one of mine's completely blocked. I could live another day. I could live another 25 days. I don't care. What I care about is while I'm here, I will transfer. While I'm here, I just gave away one of our campuses in our city. We gave everything away. to the. I'm giving our school away. I gave our counseling center away. Man, I promised God I'd give it all away. I'm giving it all away, right? Because when you don't care who gets credit, God's glory is raised up. Am I speaking to anybody right now? Are there any YWAMers that believe this? Because you're part of a movement, and God spoke to me in a prayer this morning, in a, a vision this morning, that it's time to go next. What's next for this movement? You are a movement, but there's a next to every movement. And we have to follow the glory. We have to follow the mission. And all what, you got eight 800 people, probably 1,000 people that, that go to your sites. I'm just telling you that you're about to jump on a massive wave. I arrived in Maui the other day for Maxwell event, and my buddy who owns a large construction company, he's a big millionaire guy, and and, um, he just wants to hang out with me and change the world. He says, man, I already built a business. I want to change the kingdom. I want to change the world. I said, good. So he met me in Hawaii, and he woke up early at 4 or whatever time it was that morning. He goes, let's go down to the ocean. I go, good idea. Brought a man. Let's go ran down found the ocean it was not too hard to find it's kind of everywhere around here and i went down the ocean (laughs) i went down to the ocean and uh these massive waves i don't know because it was six in the morning or something but it was like big waves i thought it was eight or nine or ten feet i had no idea and so i've been to hawaii uh, a gazillion times but these caught me off guard and there there was the undertow and uh, I got hit so hard that it brought me into the sand and just rubbed all the, all the sin out of my life. Just, shaka! <laughs> I used to want to be like my pastor, he was perfect and he, I think he wore a suit all day long and probably wore a suit to bed. No, he was famous, a, a very famous pastor, and I, I meant I'd admire him with all my heart. And, but I couldn't speak in front of people because I thought, I can't be like him. I'm not perfect. I'm, a, I'm just an old beaten-up old dog and, that God's using. I didn't tell this. How much time do I have? Got 10 more minutes? Is that okay? Are you guys okay with 10 more minutes? My pastor, his name's Rick, he was the associate pastor of this church, and he said, Paul, would you do me a favor? I said, Rick, anything for you, because they let me start a counseling center. It was growing, and people were getting helped, and we started support groups that grew to about two or 300, and, and things were going well. So he said, Paul, would you teach your Sunday school? I said, no, I don't like to speak in front of groups, and I only do therapy with one or two people. That's it. He goes, no, Paul, I need a favor. Teach a singles class. I said, pastor, for you, I'll do it because I'm a yes guy. I'll say yes to God, right? And and I'm submitted to my pastor. So I went into class. There were seven singles there. It was terrifying. You think, was glory there? No, I hated every minute of it. No, I, I wasn't a public speaker. Remember, I I, I, was, I was not a good person before, and now I'm supposed to teach people, and I'll, I'll do one-on-one because I relate to being broken. I relate to getting drunk and gro- finding myself on a beach. I relate to getting into fights just because I was an angry guy. You see, you have to understand that, that I wasn't that guy. I was just that guy, and I'll help people because I was a broken person. God healed me. I started with seven. I hated every single day. Every Sunday, I hated it. I was terrified. It grew to 11. Wow, talk about church growth. I'm the next Smith Wigglesworth or something like that. I obeyed eight weeks, and then I said, Rick, I'm done. So then he, you know, he kind of smiled, and he's a great guy, a great, great pastor. He looks at me a little later on and says, Paul, I need you to teach a couples class. I said, please, Rick, I don't like, this is not fun for me. Don't, I don't enjoy it. He goes, no, 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 it's not about enjoying it. Would you teach a Sunday school class? He was really stubborn. You know how some pastors are? And they're right. "Ah, okay, Rick, I'll do it for you. So we started with 25 people. Now I'm really terrified. I'm scared out of my gourd. And I'm going, oh God, what do I do? So I had a game plan, a very spiritual game plan. Anybody like game plans from God? So if we're gonna bring heaven down to earth, we need a game plan, right? So here was my game plan. I love to worship God, like Jordan. I didn't have a Jordan. I had Nathan who ran a construction company. That Nathan knew how to play the piano. I said, Nathan, would you play the piano for me before the Sunday school class? I said, I just need to get out of my head. I need to get more Jesus. He goes, yeah, I'll do that for you. So we'd go to a closet, I'm not kidding, where there was an old piano, and Nathan would play the piano, and I'd worship God. Because that's the only way I could bring heaven to earth is, and get out of my head is if I worship God. Well, that wasn't enough, because I was still terrified, because week two, 25 people, 30 people, whatever it was, and I, I just hated it. And, and all of a sudden, I just, I said, we need to do something else. So I bought a dozen donuts. It's a true story. Very spiritual response, right? Because it's comfort food. Anybody, our foodies here, anybody like food? And they were cho- they're, they're white-covered co- uh, donuts with strawberry jam inside. And so so it's me and Nathan and a dozen donuts before class because I was comforting myself and getting ready, getting ready to teach. I think it was the third week. God spoke to my brain. He says, why are you trying to be like your pastor? He's perfect and you're not. Just be you flow like i'm flowing right now i've got notes i can send the message to you why i've got i actually have study i'm i've i've finished my doctor in about a year so i'm not a stupid person but i'd rather just let it flow and that day i i i heard from god paul just be you i go i can be me kind of crazy i sing songs i kind of like a little wild sometimes and i can do that right and i love god and i love people right so as long as i'm me by the anointed by a Holy Spirit, I could be a pretty decent dot guy, and so I started doing that. And all of a sudden, the class just got fun. I stopped being burdened, trying to be someone else, just be me. And all of a sudden, I'm in that green that that little closet. Actually, my friend Nathan and t- two other people joined us that liked it, and so we sit there singing songs and eating donuts, and then we go to class. And one day, as we're singing songs and eating donuts, someone runs by the room. And then another person, then another person, then another person. So I'm going, what's going on here? And so I run out. I say, excuse me, where are you running to? We're going to this amazing Sunday school class. I said, really? And I said, I thought, oh, how come I can't go to that class? How come I have to teach my stupid class? It's a true story. I'm just going, no way. No, I want to be in that class because people are running to it. I go, who's the teacher? They go, Paul Goulet. I'm thinking, I'm Paul Goulet! (laughs) That Sunday school class grew to 400. Sunday school. God showed up because I didn't want to try to be someone else anymore. Just be me. What's the world waiting for? The best version of you. Wherever you work, wherever you live, you just be the better version of you. And then you'll quench fires, you'll do justice, and. You'll do all these amazing things. And I'm gonna tell one quick story and then the pastor's gonna come up and I'm gonna tell you another story after. That's one of my favorite stories. But one day uh, I had a gentleman come up at early morning prayer. Did I, I didn't tell you this story, did I, in second service? Yeah, early morning prayer, 6 a.m. A gentleman comes up to me, he's African American. He goes, I don't even know who he is. He goes, he goes hey, during prayer, I, and I, I got a vision. I've had a vision of doing something. I said, what is it? Prisoner reentry. Because remember, people that have faith do justice. He says, I want to help prisoners to reintegrate in society. Because right now, there's an 80 to 90% recidivism, which means they commit another crime. He says, I want to go in there and help them. I go, that's a great idea. Let's pray. You know, because what do you do? You pray. So, we pray together. And, and I go, well, what do you, hey, by the way, what's your name? His name is John. I said, John, well, what do you know about prisons? He says, I just got out. He was all tatted up. I mean, I have no tattoos on me. I'm totally uncool. I'm a totally white guy. Well, I'm a little tan now. But I'm a totally a white guy with no tattoos. I'm uncool. But he's the real deal. And I said, John, I'll help you in any way I can, because I believe in justice. I believe in helping people. So you know what he does? He starts it. It becomes the number one prisoner reentry program in our country. If you saw it on television, with our previous president, John was on television, and, and, and we became behind the scenes part of a rehabilitation program for prisoners that come outside of prison. We're actively involved. On top of that, I've got a chaplain that has now 300 chaplains going into prison. So our church right now are go, is going into prisons, and we're part of the re- uh, reentry program right now. And they actually did a study on us, the reentry program. And uh, he calls me, he says, Pastor, they're doing a study on us. Pray, pray for us. And so we kind of estimated we had a 70% success rate. They would not reoffend, which is huge, because it used to be 20%. So we think we got it up to 70%. He calls him back. He says, Pastor, the University of Las Vegas just did a study on us, and they found a 94% success rate. (laughs) What happens when you believe? You do justice. You fight wars. You do battles. You change the politics of a nation, you change the counseling, the science. See, see, when we actually become relevant Christians, we change society. We change society. So one last story before he comes back, um, there's a guy that um, came up to me after prayer again and said, don't be afraid, pastor, I'm going to look after you. Nobody will hurt you, don't be afraid. I said, dude, I said, I'm not afraid. I'm really not afraid. He goes, no, no, no! I'm gonna look after you. I said, well, who are you? He says, I'm Pasquale, Pusqu- and he says, I have a third degree black belt. Now, he didn't know that I'd, there was death threats against me because I was on the front page on Halloween, front page of our, our city-wide uh, newspaper, and there was a witch and there was me. And I took a pretty ver- verbal stand, a vocal stand, about what I thought about that. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, they wanted to kill me. So they've death threats, and they threatened to kill my family and stuff like that. So it was a really a wild time. And really, I didn't tell my church that. I just kept it to myself and my prayer warriors. And so he says, I'm going to look after you from now on. And so he did. So I hired him to clean the toilets at our church, because he, he was looking for a job. He used to sit in our parking lot. You know what he do? He's sit in our parking lot drinking a beer and cussing out my ushers. That was Pasquale. And in fact, he was beating his wife. He gets saved at our church, radically transformed at our church. He wants to volunteer to keep me alive. (laughs) And so here's the beautiful part. (laughs) The beautiful part is now all of a sudden God starts using him. I bring him on traveling trips. I'll tell you one story, which I didn't tell for service, and i got to pass it. Um, We're in in a a very dangerous place. I can't mention the the name. And there are probably second night 10,000, 15,000 people. And all I want to do is be a conduit, right? Signs, wonders, miracles, wisdom, companies, whatever it's going to come out from God through me. I'm just a conduit, right? So they tell me, hey, pastor, be careful. They, they think you're a god. So they might attack you tonight. I said, what are you talking about? He says, there's been so many healings and miracles while you've been here. They think you're one of the gods. And I thought, I could testify I'm absolutely not, Gabriel. I'm, not a, I'm just a normal guy. I'm an old hockey player, a little hockey player here. I was a hockey player. So, so we show up that night, and I didn't really believe them. But all of a sudden, the presence of God falls in that field. And before you know it, they start rushing the stage. Now, this is a bad area. And they're screaming at me, get out of here. Get out of here, Pastor. My team's screaming at me to get down from the platform and get out. And they parked the car right on the side of the stage to get me out if there was trouble. So they're saying, get out of here. But have you ever had a dream where your legs aren't working? (laughs) No, have you ever had those dreams? Uh, Maybe it's a nightmare. I don't know. You know the dreams where there's bad guys and you (sighs) It's like I was in slow motion. (laughs) By the time I get to the car, there's a crowd rushing it and they grab my right arm. You ever been grabbed by thousands of people? They grabbed me because they wanted a piece of me because they thought I was a God, and all of a sudden, the door opens to the car and someone grabs my left arm as I'm being grabbed into the crowd. it was Pasquale. He saved my life that night. You see, you don't know what God has in store for you. I just came here to transfer what I have so that you can function in a new level. I'm not all that in a slice of bread. But I know who my master is. And I know who the Holy Spirit is. I want Pastor Jacob to come up right now, and, and I know he has a plan. And then, then I just want to pray for you guys. And if you give me three more minutes, I'll tell you one last story, and then pray for you. And then I, I want to prophesy over people, because he told me there's no limit today, that if you need to go and run off and, and, and beat everybody up, the, beat the Baptist, the restaurants, you can go ahead and do that. But if you want to hang out and pray, that's what I love to do. If you're a YWAMer, Gang, I already told you how much I think about you guys. It would be an honor to pray for you. Romans one eleven. I long to impart a spiritual blessing. The word impart is the Greek word metadidami, which means transferring what I have a lot of. I'm not all that much, but I carry much. God's given me a lot, and I promise to give it away. So at the end, I just want to give it away. I want to pray for you. We're going to have some fun. And there's no guilt if you have to go there's none of that it's all about hey if you came here expecting something different number one that's probably my middle name (laughs) who's that goofy guy up there i'm just having a good time serving god and i want to be a conduit because if god can use me he can use you pastor jacob
0: awesome awesome hey i want my ushers to come right now and we're gonna we're gonna take a moment to to sew into this ministry uh, you know, and I want you, I want you to participate in this, please. Uh, I believe that there is a, there's a faith gesture that we can take. This is a, hey, I agree with what I'm hearing. I am one of those, here am I, send me, I want kingdom come. Uh, if you have agreement in your heart, please give. Be a part of this. If you need an envelope, just wave at one of our ushers. And uh, if you want to give, text to give. Select a guest. On the drop-down menu, you can put uh, Pastor Goulet or Pastor Paul, something to that effect. And um, same thing if you want to give online. So please do something. Do your best. I, uh, I really, I count it an honor that Pastor Paul would take time away from his church. He extended his trip just to be a part of, just to stay over and be uh, with us this weekend. And so please... Um, Let's be a blessing to him. Let's be a blessing to his church. Uh, My wife and I gave in the first service. I was actually texting to give just before I came up here. And so uh, we double gave today. And it's a wonderful thing. I think everybody's got an envelope who needs. I'm going to pray. And then our ushers will come. Lord, we just thank you for, Lord, all that you're doing in our midst. Lord, and God, even as we give today, we just give as a gesture of faith and agreement, Lord, asking that you would use us to be kingdom ambassadors everywhere we are, game changers everywhere we go, mighty God. We ask, Lord, that you would bless Pastor Paul and his ministry, God, that even what he is pouring into us, Lord, he extended his trip, he's pouring into Kings, he's pouring into Kona, Lord, and I'm asking that, God, all that he's pouring into us you would multiply it back on him on these churches on these ministries Lord in his hometown God I'm just asking multiply it right back to him Oh Lord And we just thank you Lord for your generosity and your goodness bless this offering as we receive it today in Jesus name amen and amen come on ushers are gonna begin to move up and down the aisle hallelujah hallelujah Come on, if you have an envelope, just hold that up and our ushers will come right along. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 We're going to welcome our guests back now. However he feels led to move and minister in this time, we're just going to give him liberty. Uh, so would you just welcome once again our, our pastor, Paul Goulet.
1: You know, I said we're going to be a conduit, right? Everybody say, I want to be a conduit to God's, of God's presence, his power, his anointing, his love. See, if we decide that, Lord, we're just going to give it all away, we're not a swamp, we're a river. I want to be a river. I want the river of God to flow through me to touch lies. And it happens anywhere. I'm actually more powerful out there than I am in here. Why? Because it's all about the king. I'm representing the king. Paul said this. He says, listen, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So I could tell you a million stories. I don't have time. But I'll tell you one more, then I'll pray for you and prophesy over you. (laughs) It was great. It was great. I had a, a guy named Luke Barnett who from uh, Phoenix uh, Church and from Dream Center. Some of you heard of Dream Center. So the Barnett family, Tommy's one of my mentors too. And um, I, I, uh, he texted me, he says, hey, Paul, I'm going to be in the city. Will you want me to preach? Sure, Luke. So we clear the schedule and Luke was going to preach that day. And then he texts me, he says, hey, there's boxers coming. I said, that's awesome. Because remember, I'm always praying that kingdom come. I want to invade science, I want to invade education, I wanted, that's why I'm getting my doctorate, I think I'm supposed to go to the next level, so I'm just, I, I'm just praying that God will raise us up. And so, he goes, there's boxers coming. I said, are they good? He goes, I don't know. I go, what's their name? He goes, I don't know. I said, well, why are they coming? He says, because I have a friend in my church that wants to win boxers to Christ. He's kind of a rough guy, and but he wants to bring people, I said, done. And so I'm minding my own business that day and and all of a sudden as I'm worshiping God, there is one advantage to almost dying. Is he gave me a gift. I get words of knowledge, I get prophetic words, I get images, and I get that, and I sometimes it is pizza or or or, or banana, but but a lot of times it's God, and so I'm just worshiping God. And I had an image of a boxer by the name of Joey, and uh, he was in front of a microphone. It was made of gold, and it was speaking about after his boxing, he would become like a sports announcer and very successful. So um, (laughs) I thought, I'm gonna jump out on a limb and see if I'm hearing from God or if it's indigestion. So I get up there, I said, guys, I could be 100% wrong, but I'm testing this out. Hey, listen. is there a Joey boxer here, is one of you, yep. One of them's called Joey. His name was Billy Joe Saunders. His friends called him Joe or Joey. I didn't know that. And I said, well listen, I just saw a picture of you after your boxing career. I don't know if you're good or what you are, but God's got you. And after your career, I, I just saw that you're gonna have a career in media and you're gonna be fine. Don't worry about it. So later on, I got to meet Billy Joe and a couple of the other guys. and. And uh, they all just kind of wondered, this guy's kind of crazy, but maybe it's real. So he goes into a fight against a guy named Canelo. If you're a boxing fan, it's the biggest fight this year. Dallas Stadium, 76,000 people were there. And it was on pay-per-view. And so, as you know, Canelo gave him an uppercut, broke his orbital robe, he'll probably never fight again. And my prophecy came true. Joey, God's got you. Your career may be over, but He has another career for you after. So all of a sudden, they start coming. All these boxers and coaches and trainers are coming to our church because if God's real, then prophecy is still real. Signs and wonders are still real. Miracles are still real, right? If if God's still real, then He still moves through us, right? So, crazy story. The next time <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, preaching and... Uh, a guy named Josh is one of the fighters, I don't know anything about him really, and, and uh, trainers and all that. They're there. And so I was preaching that day, and at the end, like four, or five, six of them got saved. Just like that. And that day I was preaching in the Holy Spirit, so I went down, and I said, man, what's your name? Josh? Hey, good to meet you, Josh. And you accepted Christ. He's Scottish. I accepted the Lord Jesus Christ into my life. I said, oh, very cool. I said, you know what I can offer today? Would you like the Holy Spirit? Because with the Holy Spirit comes power would you mind if I pray that you'd be filled so you have more power? He goes, yes, because I'd seen a picture of him with hands of granite. And I said, can I pray? Yes, I want the Holy Spirit. (laughs) It's awesome. So I start praying for him, and as I'm praying, I get an image of the fight that's coming up. He was losing the fight in my brain, and then it turned around, he felt the power of God. So at the end of it, he goes, I felt the power touched by God. Is God's power real? Yes. Is the Holy Spirit? Yes. It is. Acts chapter 1-8. You'll receive power. He got power that day. And I said I know it might sound crazy and I could be wrong but I saw your fight and you were losing the first couple rounds but all of a sudden you felt the power of God and it's all going to shift. Guess who gets invited to the fight? PMG. (laughs) Guess who's ringside? PMG, I, 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 don't, I like those things, but I don't like spending money on them, because I give most of my money to the kingdom. And so, I got free. You know how much those cost? Crazy. I'm ringside. And as, as they come onto the the, the the ring, all of a sudden, the is waving at me, because he had accepted Christ. Josh had accepted Christ. A bunch of them had. So now, they're all with me. And they're all with Jesus. And I'm with them. I want to be there for the fight. So I'm in the fight, and I'm surrounded by about, I'd say, 1,500 Mexicans. Because it was... Josh, the Scottish guy, fighting against a Latino guy, all from Mexico. And the place was full of them except for me and the eight Scottish guys and Huey and his wife. Crazy, we're outnumbered by a bazillion, right? So Josh is losing the fight. Five rounds in, I stretch out my hands just like this, sitting down. I start praying, God, hands of granite, hands of granite, hands of granite. You show me the picture, he'd feel the power. You see, why? Because the power's meant for out there. Not just here, we'll feel it here. But it's actually meant for out there to change the world. Signs and wonders will follow those that believe. That's me. That's you. Someone say, I believe. So I stretch out my hands. All of a sudden, someone starts manifesting. You ever seen someone manifest? There's a, there's a Latino guy right in front of me, turns around as I'm doing this, and starts cussing me out in Spanish. Good thing I don't speak Spanish very well. I would have knocked him out. Not really. I would have felt like it. (laughs) Kept praying all of a sudden. Fifth round. Boom! They knock him down. Josh knocks down this guy. Seventh round knocks him down again. Wins the whole thing. Guess who gets invited to the dressing room after the fight? PMG. Why? Because I'm a ninja Christian. Put me anywhere, anytime. I'll fit in. I'll figure it out. God will help me. I'm in the dressing room now with the entire team and Huey, his wife, and me. That's it. And all of a sudden ESPN comes in. Worldwide, they're blowing champagne and all of a sudden, who comes in? Josh comes in all sweaty and bloody. He didn't change or anything. He just came from an interview. Comes in, he's covered with blood and sweat. And so all of a sudden, Huey goes, let's all pray and give glory to Jesus Christ. Because remember, Huey wants to win people to Jesus, right? And he brought me there to do that. And all of a sudden, we're there. Let's, they all pray to give glory to God. And I, for some weird reason, I brought a Bible. I never carry a Bible around with me to big events because they're going to think I'm some nut job and and whatever, right, right-wing right extremist or whatever. So I don't even, but I felt led to bring a Bible. And Huey goes, that's great because Josh wanted a Bible. He accepted Jesus two weeks before in your church. He wants a Bible. I said, I brought one. So at the end, I go up to him and of course ESPN's there. There's celebrating, shouting, spraying of champagne and stuff like that. And, and I went over there and, and I said, congratulations, champ. I'm so proud of you. Hugged him, and he held on to me for the longest time. Guys, have you ever been hugged by a man for too long? It was way too long. I'm comfortable with my sexuality, but that was a little bit weird. And he was covered with blood and sweat, and he's rubbing it all over my face. And I'm thinking, this is COVID, man! I'm not even kidding, I was covered, my li- I, had, I had saliva on my lips, I had sweat on my lips. It was disgusting! And then he took me like this and said, I felt the power. I got a text a few days later, call me right away, it was Huey. He says they want you to start a church in Scotland. Would you st- start a church in Edinburgh, Scotland? I said, yes, I'll do it! I don't know, maybe some of you YWammers will come with me and maybe 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 we'll all go together and plant a church there because it's all about the King. We can brag about gifts and stuff like that. It's all—it's the King doing it. He just used. Hey, people think, oh, you're all that in a slice of bread. No, he used the donkey. That God uses us. It should be the norm, not the exception. Don't wait for a superstar preacher. I'm not a superstar preacher. I'm a, super, a superstar donkey. And God uses me for his glory. And he can put me
3: anywhere. Put me in, Coach Shabbat. I'll go anywhere. Because I believe that the gospel works here, but it works even better out there. It was designed for the streets. It was designed for your company. It was designed for your school. It was designed for your sports team. Someone say amen. Now, if you believe this message, I want you to stand up.
1: I want you to stand up and lift up your hands. And Jordan, do you have a song that's in your spirit? Because I just want to ride the wave for a second before I pray and prophesy over you. Are you ready? If you got to go, you know you can go. There's no guilt or shame, guys. We kept you a little bit longer. But i tell you what, if you want to hang out for a download from the heaven, I don't have much, but what
3: I have, I want God to give to you today. Are you ready? Come on, come on, come on, team. Let's worship. Let's worship. Let's ride the wave.
2: Lift it up! Lift it up!
3: He's the King! He's the King!
1: Gordon is are you ready for this? Day and night, night and day, there are so Oh, come on. Day
2: and night,
1: night and day, oh, come on. We're good incense, Lord. We smell good. Promise to give you all the glory for not just what's happened in this place, but what will happen. Pastor Jacob, I saw this morning. I had a couple prophetic dreams this morning, and I had some visions. And one thing I did see was from here, arrows from this campus. Then this campus is gonna have arrows just shooting out, shooting out. Remember when the prophet spoke to the king and said, Shoot the arrows. And he got mad at him because he didn't shoot him with real fervor and belief. But you're a believer. Leah's a believer. And I'm just declaring that God's going to do such amazing things, not just on this campus, but on this island. It's called a big island. Someone say a big
3: island. And it needs a big spirit. The Holy Spirit wants to be big on this island. He wants to sweep across this island like a tsunami. And I see our YWAMers, come on, lift up your hands, YWAMers. You're you're standing in their stead. You're standing in their proxy. I want to release something over our YWAM friends. Father, what you put in me, put in them. More, 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 more. It's not over. It's not even close to being over. You're about to have the greatest explosion in this ministry that you've ever had. You will plant churches. You will start businesses you will change cities you will change nations he says ask of me and i'll give the nations as an inheritance so i want you to shut your your hands yawammers in the name of jesus lord you gave a gift to us please give it to them right now one two three bam right now in jesus name there it is bam i felt that there's a i came here to transfer guys romans 1:12. read it bam receive it in jesus name what Papa put in me, He's gonna put in you, by the power of the Holy Spirit. Pastor Jacob, lift up your hands. Leah, lift up your hands. May God's vision for your life and ministry expand, expand. More arrows, more arrows, more arrows, more. Ar- there it is. Come on, everybody, pray for them. Everybody, pray for them. Everybody, pray for them. Come on, pray, 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 pray. Oh, come on, Jordan, you're doing a great job. Release it on them.
2: our pastors. Touch this land, Jesus.
3: Come on, sing that again. Let's lift it up to the king.
1: the scripture for this church is for such a time as this remember what Mordecai said to Esther for such a time as this there's something that's happening on this campus and I've been around long enough I've been to enough places that I discern the Spirit of God and when he's doing something new he's doing something new he's doing something new through Pastor Jacob and and, and Leah and the team he's using john works at that golf course he's using adele and adele i saw this oil being poured onto your life i think they call you minister adele and i just i saw that oil being poured on your life i see this young little man uh, uh, gabriel right there lift up your hands gabriel you're a hockey fan and and you played hockey like i did and i just see something great in you gabriel i'm not putting any pressure but everybody pray for gabriel come on say god do great things through gabriel do great things through Gabriel. Where's Mariah? Where's Mariah? Where's the daughter? Can we have the daughter come up with mom and dad and and brother? Come on. Come on. Pray for Gabriel. God, just pour. Pour in Mariah.
3: Pour into Mariah. Come on. Pour into Leah. Pour into Jacob. They're great people. Oh, my God. Oh, I feel that. Keep praying. Keep praying. Keep praying. Show. Bless my friend, Dr. Morocco and Josh. God bless my friends here. More, 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 more. Hey! I am and more, 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 more! Come on, keep going, keep going. More! I'm a prayer warrior. Go, go, go! <laughs> oh.
1: I'm going to do something. I, I didn't do any of this in the first service, and I, I know if you have to go. Just go, you know. You know that. But I want to. If the YWAM gang wants to come up here, whether your staff or your students, I want to pray for you because I just it just keeps coming in my brain, and I, and I got to be obedient. And if I if it's pizza, I'm sorry. But what what I really believe that there's a new chapter being a, a, a kind of. It's just like I see the soil and I see the plants, and I see your next chapter. It's it's literally like you're you're tilling the soil, and some of you grew weary. Some of you staff members grew weary, and because you've been tearing on this and tearing on this, and I'm just seeing that. it's okay guys as you continue to honor your leader and honor what's going on he's preparing you for the next chapter he's preparing you to enter the promised land oh my goodness has it already been amazing yes moses did amazing things and what's going to happen is the spirit of joshua will actually take you in the next chapter and, and it's all about honor. It's all about re- just, just come out. just, just get that ground going. Stretch out your hands, YM members. Just stretch out your hands. Just stretch out. Oh my goodness! Can we
3: sing that again? Oh my goodness! I feel the presence of God on you guys. I love you guys. I love you guys.
2: We want more. We want more. We want more.
1: The Bible says that that Paul was a master builder, and I don't know who this man is here, right here. But the Lord says you're a master builder. He's going to give you, and I believe your bride together, you are a couple, right? She's right behind you. I just declare over you that you're a master builder. God's going to show you the building blocks. He's going to show you what to do. He's going to show you how to do it. It's going to be firm. You're not a weak builder. You're not a weak architect. Paul was a master architect, and I believe that God's going to download that. And you may feel insecure at times. You may feel like you can't do it or you don't got it. But God's saying you do have it, and that's why he showed you two to me. On the count of three, everybody start praying for this couple. I don't know who they are. Just start praying. Come on, release the anointing on them. Say, God, just do it. Do it. Do it. Master architect. Oh, whatever he's lacking,
3: pour into him, Lord. Pour into, into his wife. Pour, 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 pour. Pour, pour, pour. More, God. More. Master. A gift of a master architect in the name of Jesus you're like a Daniel you're gonna build 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 you'll know how to do it you'll get strategies from heaven on the kennel three, one, two, three. God give him what I got amen BAM in the na- <laughs> in
1: the name of Jesus now Jordan I saw something in your life it's, it's like there was an area of your life of tremendous disappointment and like a breaking like there was there was a disappointment a breaking in your life Jordan and the Lord says I'm sure you've already done this many times, but if you'll give it to me, a seed has to die for it attack to, to germinate and, and give life. There's something that is just, and maybe you've already done it, but I just saw it, that you can give it to him again today, and he's actually going to bring something good out of it. Remember, remember Joseph? He said, brothers, what you meant for harm, God used for good, for the saving of many souls, Genesis 50:20. So I see that over you as well. I see that over, and I'm getting this theme of disappointment in some of you, and I I, I don't know where it's coming from, I don't know why it was there, but it was an area of disappointment, and and uh, and this young lady here, I felt the same thing, that there was an area of disappointment that it's it's just got to go, just take it and put it in this carpet right now, they'll get the carpet cleaned, but it's an area of disappointment where sometimes it's been like a thorn in our flesh, isn't that right? It's just been... St- it bugs you. It just sticks there. It just sticks there. And I just want to encourage you just to, to you're a great worshiper. You're an amazing woman of God. I'm just seeing that thorn that just bugging you, bothering you. And and, and and it's hard to tell people that, right? That there's just, it just comes back every once in a while and bugs you. And, and so I want everybody to pray for these two individuals up here. Come on, stretch out your hands start praying for them. I know it's Jordan, and what's your first name? Carissa. There you go, Carissa. Lift up both hands, Carissa. Lift up both hands. Come on, everybody pray for them. These are awesome people. These are awesome people. These are awesome people. These are
3: awesome people. So come on, pray, pray, pray. Everybody pray over them. God, more, there it is, more, more. Take that thorn out of that back, Lord. Those unkind words, the judgmental attitude that came against them. Take it out and throw it in the carpet, God. Take Take it out. 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 Jordan, that hurt, that hurt is going to germinate and build a great, great thing. Yeah, that's right. God loves to use wounded healers like me and you. So God, come on, everybody, keep praying, keep praying, keep praying. More, 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 more. I see oil all over you, Jordan. Oil all over you from heaven. Oil, 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 oil. The hurt is more, 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 more. I came to transfer, gang. It's not about me. It's about the King through you. More. Come on, say, God, I want more. I want more. I want more.
2: I want more. 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 I want more I want more. I want more. I want more. I want
1: more, I want more, I want more. uh, This man here with the gray hair and the yellow shirt standing next to his bride. Sir, I saw you with gold hands. Gold, I don't know what you do for a living, and, and I, I, obviously, you got gray hair a little more than I do. And I just tell you something that Moses was called at 80, and Abraham was called at 80, and Caleb was uh, identified as 80 when he took higher mountains, harder mountains. Sir, sir, I want you to lift up your hands because you got hands of gold, and God's not done with you. He's not done with you or through you. Everybody, stretch out your hand towards him right now. He's got a yellow shirt, a flowered shirt there. You, sir, right, with the gray hair. You, 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 you. You, you, you.
3: Come on, everybody, start praying for him. He's got gold in his hands. Golden hands,
1: it's like golden gloves. Come on, everybody, pray, pray. God's not done with you yet. There's so much more, sir, that you carry. So everybody pray. Come on, God, release your blessing on this man. Release your blessing on this man. Gold, gold. Health, gold, gold, gold. Health flowing through his hands, flowing through his heart. We just release that on you right now. We release on you right now 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 there's a man here with a baseball cap on backwards lift up your hands sir i don't know what your name is but i'm telling you right now you're like a young joshua i believe that one day the preaching the word's going to come out of you it's not going to be preaching it's the word's going to come out of you so lift up your hands young man with a baseball hat. everybody stretch out your hand towards them i don't know even if you're wondering why you're here but you're here for impartation you're here for a transfer from heaven into your life and there's, you got, don't worry. I see literally like you got a megaphone coming out of your mouth, and God's going to use you as a speaker, as a trainer, as an educator, as a preacher, and you'll be fearless like me. I'm fearless. I go anywhere, do any, it could be a boxing match. I'm not afraid. And I'm telling you right now, you've not been given a spirit of fear, Timothy, but a power, love, and a sound mind. Everybody pray for him. On the count of three, ready? One, two, three, bam, right now in Jesus'
3: name. Fill him, fill him, fill him, fill him, more, 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 more. You're going to be like a fire fireman. You're going be a fireman. Fire in the spirit. Fire, 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 fire. Go, God, go, God, go, God, go, God, go, 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 go. Oh, we want more. We want
1: more. We want more. Now, I think this is the last thing. There's one more couple that was identified to me, but the other thing is a kind of more of a group thing. But this, this couple here, there's just something all over you. There's a great anointing on your life. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you do, but there's anointing. Can you all stretch your hand to them right now? I want to just stretch your hand to them. It's like you're just like so, you're very sensitive to the Spirit, aren't you? Flow, flow. Come on, everybody, pray. Some people just love the Spirit. Just love the Spirit. You guys love the Spirit. You love the spirit. You love the spirit. And I think you symbolize my next word, is that some of you did not have very good daddy relationships growing up. And maybe you came from a broken home. I left home when I was 15. My dad was a military hero in the Second World War. And he had PTSD. And and I didn't have a a healthy family. I I came from a broken family. And I just see over this couple, there there may be areas of brokenness in your past. That if you want Jesus to heal, would you stretch out your hands and join them? Because I really feel like the Bible talks about this. I believe in the book of Romans 8 or 9, it talks about a spirit of adoption. And that's my last gift I want to give before I go catch my plane is I really believe, and maybe I'll get to meet uh, Lauren, and I I just want to go and thank him because he's a great man of God, and sometimes we don't thank these people. And I just felt led for a long time. I've prayed for him for years, and I... If I have a chance to shake his hand and just say, man, I thank you. I thank God for you and what a great man of God he is. And, and um, you know, he's going to cross that finish line. He's going to get a, a lot of praise in heaven. This couple right here, you're kind of symbol of what's going on here. And in a I know why whammers, you know, you may feel like you came from a broken home or maybe there was divorce or alcoholism or physical abuse or sexual abuse. Do you guys know that one out of four girls in America is molested by the age of 16? Our greatest pandemic is not COVID. It's sexual molestation. It's abuse. And as a therapist, I had to deal with that for many years. But now as a leader, I get to call it out when I sense it. And I sense that. So young ladies, you may have been through that horror. It wasn't your fault. You were a victim. But you're going to become a victor. You're going to literally come out of that thing, and the pain that was meant to kill you will actually make you stronger. It wasn't God. He didn't want that. People have free will. And with free will, they hurt people. It's not God's will. So I want all of you, I'm just focusing on this couple, but it it actually is like a wave to these students that have come to YWAM where you can be healed like I was healed. I wanted to kill myself at 20. That's how broken I was. Does anybody need healing here? Is, it, is that spirit of adoption is gonna, just going to fill you? Abba, Father, can you just wave your hand right now? Just there. There's the presence of God. There's the presence of God. Look at that. Do you remember that song, There's None Like You? Do you remember that song? There is none like you. That's what I feel over you, guys. Over you.
2: No one else can touch my heart like you do.
1: Just let him touch your heart. He'll heal you today.
2: And I could search for all eternity long, cause there is none, there is none like
1: you. Oh, come on. Keep going, everybody. There
2: is none,
1: there
2: is none like you.
1: No one else. No
2: one else can touch my heart like you did. I could search for all eternity long and find there is no love.
1: Jesus is Jesus is here. Jesus is here yeah you feel Yeah, I feel he's here right 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 he's here right now he's all over this couple you know what Portuguese yeah no way you guys are from Portugal or Brazil to be here. (laughs) What does God have for you today? It's a Kairos moment right now. He's meeting you right now. So I want you to do this because I got to head off with my pastor friend and, and maybe go meet Lauren. I don't know what God has in store. I just sense something going on here and now I know why Dr. Morocco wanted me to come. I'm going to ask you now to be that conduit that you you just receive something right can you turn to somebody else maybe it's a husband or wife or guys go pray for another guy if there's one around or gals pray for another gal and I want you to release what God's doing in you you might even have a word for them like I've had a few but see the beautiful thing is there's no more superstars there's us there's us And 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 greater is He that's in us, and He that's in this world. Well, I'm not afraid of this world. I got I got way more than that, and and you got more, way more than that. So so so, gang, go pray for each other. Just ladies, pray for ladies. Guys, pray for guys, unless it's your wife or husband. But I want you to start praying. I want you to start praying. Come
3: on, you guys have this anointing. There's something so strong in you, something so powerful in you. When you pray, heaven's released. The Bible says He gives us authority to bind and to loose. We are binding the enemy and we loose the Holy Spirit on Him right now. Go, 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 go.
1: Hey, I love you guys. You guys are the bomb. I'm going to pray for all of you.